Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Oh, you guys, happy Give to the Max Day. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. Yes. We are giving today all the way to the max. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we are given to the max today, and all of your uh, donations are benefiting our friends, our rockin' seniors at Alive and Kickin'. Now, you were going to say sweating to the oldies, weren't you? No. That's what you were thinking. No, but this is what I was ex- I'm was. i excited about, is uh, throughout the day, you have had the opportunity during the different shows to unlock some super embarrassing audio of your favorite hosts. Um, we, I haven't, have you listened to ours yet? No, I have not listened to no, ours yet. No, I specifically kept you from listening to ours yesterday because... I want it to be a surprise for us as much as it's a surprise to the listeners, which will then motivate us to get the listeners to make a contribution or contributions totaling $500 to unlock that song. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to unlock our horrible song. It's going to take $500, though. So everybody give a little and that will get you to where you need to be in order to embarrass us live on the air. Now, should we listen to what this embarrassing song might sound like? Yeah, so this will give you a taste of what you're going to hear from Colleen and I. Uh, from one of the earlier shows, both shows thus far today have unlocked their songs. So here is Donna's embarrassing song. Well, this is Dawn. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Dawn. Yes. Okay. Oh, before, but for those who may be just tuning in for the first time, you're like, "What's so embarrassing about this song?" This was Dawn's diabolical idea. Yeah, she had some brilliant idea uh, that she brought from her olden days uh, of your on radio, wherein you. Um, do some karaoke basically without the music. So like you can, we, when we recorded this, we heard the music and, and that sang might along. might actually surprise you. And I know, right. <laughs> and then they just removed the music. So all you hear is the acapella. Is our terrible voices. Yes. So here's Dawn's from this morning. Come on, I want to hear it. Unlocking Dawn. Shirt. Now red my bloody nose sleeping You're on your tippy toes sleeping <laughs> Around like no one knows Think you're so criminal Bruises on both knees Knees for you Don't say thank you or please I do what I want So, so do you <laughs> so, so sick <laughs> Tough guy, lucky, really rough guy, just can't get enough guy, chest always so puff guy. I'm the bad type, make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad type, might so lose your dad type. I'm the bad. <laughs> what a taste well, of things to come. Amazing. Okay. So you gotta you gotta give the five hundred dollars in order for this to happen for Colleen and Bradley. Now you don't have to give five hundred dollars, but you can make any contribution towards that five hundred dollars. And when we 
ring that bell, we will unlock that song. Unlock that song. Now, I want to unlock a, a different kind of song for you. What's that? So something weird happened at the Lindstrom house last night. Okay. Um, I don't think that it is uh, any surprise to people that country music is not necessarily my favorite genre. No. Um, I don't hate it. I don't like have any ill will toward country music. But it's just not my favorite genre. So I don't typically get too excited about the CMA Awards, which were on last night. But my husband said to me, oh, hey, FYI, I've got the DVR set for the CMAs. And I said, you do? Why? And he said, because of the high women. Now, do you know who the high women are? I have no idea who this is. Okay, well, have you heard of Brandi Carlisle? She's like, everybody's loving on uh, Brandi Carlisle lately. Well, she has this like super, she's in this super group of uh, four total artists. And it is comprised of, okay, so I should have known who they are. And I'm not right now knowing. Uh, it is a music group comprised of Brandy Carlisle, Natalie Hemby, Marin Morris, and Amanda Shires. And they have like all come together and they put out a, a, a an album this year called Redesigning Women. Okay. It is Cute. an awesome women power song. Uh, it's a great album. It harkens back to it, reminds me of one of my favorite albums of my youth that I shared with my husband called Trio, which is the combination of Dolly Parton, Linda Ronstadt, and Emmy Lou Harris. Yeah. Okay, so we knew the high women were going to be performing. So we you were like, hey, really nostalgia, know what they were gonna, yeah. we have a connection, let's listen. Well, not, I mean, current love. The high. We knew the high women would be performing, so we were like, oh, we'll see the high women, right? But what I didn't know, and I didn't know until I turned on the CMAs, was that the entire opening act of the VMAs was like a tribute to women in country music. Okay. So it was an all-female medley to open the CMAs. And the first song was performed by Dolly Parton, Reba McIntyre, and Carrie Underwood. And it was one of my favorite songs from the trio album from back in the day. And then later on, the high women came in. And so you got everything in this beginning medley. But here, just listen to the very beginning. This is, I believe, this is actually. Starts with Dolly Parton, Reba McIntyre. And it's the first cut on the prep service. Uh, And it is, uh, and then, um, did I say Carrie Underwood? Mm -hmm. Okay, so here it is. Of them. Okay. And then it went into other artists, and you got to hear yeah, the high women like- later. But th- there was like a full medley, and the fir- but the first voice you heard was Dolly Parton. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I mean, we love Dolly Parton. She's peaking at this moment. She seriously There's a whole is. podcast, which, by the way, I highly recommend, Ooh. Um, about Dolly Parton. In fact, I know Jason is listening um, to this podcast and a bunch of other my talkers have been listening to this podcast as well and it's all about the magic uh, in this moment of Dolly Parton so it's interesting that you say that it's called Dolly Parton's America okay Dolly Parton's America is a podcast all about Dolly Parton's America and we should all be listening to it yeah um, yeah I mean she just you're right she's like she's having a moment well she's culturally and the thrust of this podcast is that she's culturally in a space that very few people are. In fact, she is um, her likability and net negative scores beat anybody else in the cultural landscape. What I mean by that is 
she outperforms Beyonce. Like Beyonce's negatives are higher than Dolly Parton's. Like across demographics more than anyone else. So like all of these amazing performers of our time that we think are super popular, Adele, you know, you name it. Dolly Parton sits above all of them and she is like one of the last few people. um, I don't want to oversell it, but essentially she has the ability to cross different groups of people and different ideologies of people and different political beliefs of people. So she really has some like magic powers. And she is, I mean, she's serious. Like everything you're saying, I'm like, yes, exactly. Like, that must, I mean, that's amazing because she is Dolly Parton. Yeah. Like she transcends everything. Yeah. You don't have to like country music to know something about Dolly Parton. Yeah, she's. And you love her because yeah. she's Dolly. Um, anyway, so it was a really cool open. I have one critique and then one sad thing. Okay. Though, about of the opening. The open or of the, the opening? Oh, I didn't, I only watched the first 10 okay. minutes. Because then once I got what I wanted, I, I was watched, like, deuces, I'm out. I somehow ended up watching Reba McIntyre do Fancy, and um, it just wasn't all I wanted it to wasn't be. wasn't your favorite performance. It just didn't remind me of the Reba of old. But anyway, she looks great and is still kicking. So anyway, oh, what I were love you going to say? Um, so the, here was my big critique, though. They started with this huge like tribute to women in country music, and the backdrop looked like... <sighs> A rendering of an angular wahina. Like a Georgia O'Keeffe painting, maybe. But, like, not even it that like a vagina? subtle. It looked like a vagina. And I was like, I don't know. If I'm the person making the staging choices for the all-women tribute that's going to start the entire CMAs, right. I don't know that I'm going to have Dolly Parton walking out of a door that resembles a lady door. Well... At least it didn't look like a penis. Well, that's true. But maybe it could have looked like something else entirely, like a large guitar or like, yeah. I don't know, something else country music-y. It was an interesting choice. But the sad thing is, or if it was sad, it just, Linda Ronstadt like, is a legend. And she is suffering from Parkinson's. And she was in the audience, which was amazing. But it was also so sad. Because you just like you just get sad when you see somebody well, sure um, suffering from something like that. I will say there is something inherent. Oh, this is just whatever. I don't care. We've got time, and I'm just going to say it. Yeah. So there was something inherently sad about the little bit that I watched last night because you've got a lot of these um, sort of aging stars. Like, mm-hmm. yes, there are obviously new people in country. I'm I am not a country like aficionado, but I have a cultural reference point for country music for two reasons. One. It used to be far more mainstream. So growing up, we knew about Dolly Parton. Mm -hmm. We knew about, you know, um, uh, uh, Linda Linda Ronstadt Ronstadt. and oh, car accident. Uh, Sister. Mandrell. Yeah, the the Mandrell. Barbara Mandrell. I'm saying we used to have much more like mainstream country Western stars. Right. And it's not that we don't now. It's just that it's a little country music is a little more walled off than it used to Mm -hmm. be from regular pop music and there was something a little like it just looks a certain way it was a little little and it's just there's no okay 
I think I got some of that. Like it's ju- it right. just is it looks very similar. The people look very similar. Yeah, I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it's not very diverse. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. I don't know why right. I'm pussyfooting around that, so I apologize. But yes, it doesn't look as diverse as the audience yeah. of say like the AMAs. Now there are country people there, so. You have a mixing of genres and a more diverse crowd. Right. It there was just something where I was like, wow, country music is a different thing than it used to be when when maybe we actually all sat down and watched the CMAs. Cause that I'm not saying we all it was appointment viewing, but I definitely remember seeing it as a kid. Right. Um, and that might have had something to do with the fact that I lived in Texas at that point. True. So maybe people were I don't paying remember. more attention. And that could be too. Like, but it like even, been- you know, uh, what's the show? You're supposed to be my brain, and I'm you're trying. failing miserably Hee-haw? today. Hee haw! Thank you. Right? You're welcome. Hee-haw. I was there for you. I was in there. <laughs> Hee haw was, you know, that was a mainstream thing. Yeah. Hee haw would not be mainstream today. No. Hee haw wouldn't be hee haw. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Like that wouldn't even be a thing yeah. today. Um, yeah. It was. I will just say that that opening performance of the CMAs was legendary in a hundred different ways, and it was totally amazing. And um, and also. I was very sad about Linda Ronstadt. Also, I also I w- had another opinion, but I don't want to share it. What is it? Oh, Carrie Underwood. I just can't. Oh, I, I can't, can't with her. With her. I don't I'm know sorry. why. She I no, I wasn't so going to say it, but then she did. And like, I just was like, honey, no. And it's really hard when she's right next, like shoulder to shoulder with legends like Dolly Parton and Reba McIntyre. And I, I just couldn't. I will say that the amazing thing about watching the pan and scan of that audience was there were some huge legends in that office, office in that audience. It's including, their office. But not limited to Trisha Yearwood, yes. Garth Brooks, um, you know, Reba McIntyre, obviously, yeah. Dolly Parton, obviously. Um, it, it was just, you know, even, uh, achy breaky heart was there. Billy Ray That's Cyrus. Billy, he's Miley Cyrus's father. Also, I know who he is. <laughs> Can we point out that the big winner of the biggest award of the night? Yeah. Was Garth Brooks. Yeah. He is. No, like, he's a that, thing. Like, he is well, a power I know he's a thing. Himself. He's an empire. But like, we're celebrating all right. the ladies, but we actually can't Get, give them we the gotta big give award. Well, to Garth Brooks. Well, you know, they came enough. out of their electric... Wahina at the beginning, and that's, you know, they got what they got. Um, when we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, it's a Dirt Alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood and so much more. <laughs> so much more. Hi, friends. Hi. It's nice to see you. Okay, this is a story that I've been looking at today and haven't gotten a chance to talk about. But, I mean, this Peter Cook mm. is real creepy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, even more so. Mm-hmm. He's now accused of lying about the age of his new soulmate fiance. Mm-hmm. He's been telling everyone that she's 21 but sources are saying, no, she's not 21. She's 20. She's younger than his daughter. And um, she can't drink alcohol. She oh. can't drink alcohol. Unless oh her parents sign off on yeah. that or depending on the state. Fiance. Right. <laughs> they became engaged in Santorini in Greece last month. He claimed at the time he's incredibly lucky to have found his soulmate. You'll remember that he was married to Christy Brinkley. He is the father of Sailor Brinkley, who uh-huh. did Dancing with the Stars. And, um, they split in 2008 after he had an affair and he's reportedly been lying about the age of his new college student fiance. She's a psychology student. And so uh, that also okay. makes you kind of question when they started dating. I mean, that's the, they're obviously what is the reason here that he's lying? Right. The reason is to cover something up and it really starts to seem shady when you get into the teenage years, yeah. mm-hmm. which, which means if she's only 20, it wasn't they that long ago that she, she was, was 19. Yes. He was a 59-year-old man dating a teenager. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure also, he's perfectly fine with it, except just doesn't want everyone else to Wondering know. if she will consider studying herself in her psychology courses. I don't know. He's previously insisted she's 21, despite since-deleted photos of her 18th birthday celebrations from 2017 oh my gosh. being discovered online. They met two years ago. But he has insisted they didn't start dating until a year later when she was 19 and a half. But it's looking more <laughs> like she was people... 18 and a half and they met when she was 17. 17. That's hilarious. There's a reason you lie about it, guys, when there's yeah. just a one year. Why would there's you lie also, one year older? Right. It's to escape some sort of shady legal business. Yes. Not only shady legal business, but just the scorn of the people, uh, the society around you. Also, you d- I love how people add like half years. Half years. Yeah. Only in situations like this. Like right, you, right. You stop your child you ever calf. found yeah. yourself saying like, I'm, you know, 44 and a, half. and a half. No, never say that. No. no. Yeah. Also, can I just point out the thing that I think is the weirdest about how humans react to things? Nothing magical happens when you turn 18. Right. The laws are different. Right. But nothing happens to the person magically that makes that like more allowable or like easier to digest digest that said just to prove that i recognize my hypocrisy i love courtney stodden <laughs> who is the child bride yeah, of but we, doug hutchison we love her but we have since revisited our feelings this is true about her, this is true we and did we would do not, the work on that i don't think we would have approached her the same way or i Agreed. don't think we would approach her today no the same way no we approached her and people like honey boo boo years ago because oh, Look when you at know what better, you do better. Well, yeah, only because look what Courtney Sodden is dealing with today. I yeah. would say she Courtney Sodden was serious abused. Yeah. Oh, yeah. issues. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. very troubling.
Oh, uh, Monique has filed a lawsuit against Netflix suing for discrimination, saying that while Amy Schumer was offered by Netflix $11 million for an hour-long stand-up special, she eventually got $13 million, by yeah. the way, only offered Monique $500,000 for her stand-up special. She never accepted the offer and then went on a public campaign calling for a boycott against the company. She's claiming, according to the lawsuit, Netflix has a severe lack of diversity, which contributes to their discriminatory practices. And she claims that there is one Netflix executive who used the N-word in a meeting with 60 people in 2018. She was not at that meeting, but she says she heard it happened. And she also claimed Netflix allowed Kevin Spacey to use that word while on the set of House of Cards without any consequence. Um, she's using the major pay gap in the Netflix hit The Crown to also illustrate discrimination, knowing that the actress who played Queen Elizabeth II, Claire Foy, was mm-hmm. paid 14000 per episode. And then the actor who played Prince Philip was paid much, much more. And it only righted the wrong after there was a public outcry about it. Listen, Monique is is uh, is confronting all the right things. Yeah, she is speaking to all the right things. I don't always agree with the way she does it. Mm -hmm. Meaning sometimes I think she brings in some things without evidence. She sort of doesn't, you know, think things all the way through before she says them. Yeah. But she is talking about all the right things. Listen, it's fair. I would not want to be on Monique's list Mm -mm. ever. Uh uh. FYI. Nah. There you go, my friend. But I do want to be on your list. You are always on my list. A good list. Yeah, you're on the nice list. Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. We need somebody (laughs) to play our 30 second pop culture challenge 651 641 1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 1071. Holly just said. It is Give to the Max Day. And you know what? We have just been told that we need to get to a certain number before we can unlock the uh, terrible audio of the two of us singing on the Colleen and Bradley show. We have to raise uh, $500 in order to unlock that um, heinous song. And right now, I just want you to understand that we are only $45 towards that goal. Yeah. So, tick. So, to the yeah. talk. Yep. Make it happen I mean, for alive and kicking, and you get to hear our nasty voices. I understand that we embarrass ourselves for three hours every day. That what's one more small embarrassment? No, it is going to be embarrassing. You're going to want to hear it, uh, but you do have to donate. Just go to mytalk1071.com. You can see right on the front page. It's easy to click over to give to the max. All of this benefits our friends at Alive and Kickin. Uh, and like Bradley said, we are only $45 in. To the $500 climb. So that would be $465 left. That's that we can do it. It's yeah. 455 But that's oh. cool. Math. I was math. told there would be no math today. Uh, but we, we do need your help. And uh, so get doing that. And while you're doing that, listen to this. We're about to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. What sexy face is on the radio phone today, Kelly? We've got Nicole on the line. And what is Nicole playing for? Nicole is playing for a big fat pair of these. A pair of movie passes to go see Last Christmas, which is in theaters right now. Nicole, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Yep. Okie doke. Here we go. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Alicia Moore is the real name of which singer? Alicia Keys? No. Pat. Who is 2019's People's Sexiest Man Alive? 
Ben Affleck won an Oscar for co-writing what movie with Matt Damon? Goodwill Hunting. Who won Entertainer of the Year at last night's CMAs? Carrie Underwood. No. Taylor Swift. No. Pass. Superman is from what planet? Oh, I don't know that. Alicia Moore is the real name. Oh, the call. I'm so sorry you did not get all the answers to those questions. Thus, you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge today. However, you can play tomorrow. We do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show at 1230. Okay, let's get to the questions she did not answer properly. She didn't answer the following questions. Alicia Moore is the name of? Pink. Pionk. And uh, Pionk. And uh, who won Entertainer of the Year at last night's CMAs? That was Gareth Brooks. Garth. Garth Brooks. God. Thank you for correcting me. Superman. Jeez, I can't believe I said it wrong. Superman is from? Krypton. Oh, I always thought it was Krypton. Of course you <laughs> or did. Or Krypton. <laughs> no, that's okay. where you're from. Uh, I, oh, rude. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, hell I'm no. Sorry. You are about to pay a price for that. Well, I will be paying a price if we can get people to, to get donate. <laughs> People would get donating uh, for Give to the Max Day. We're trying to raise $500 so we can unlock the song. But now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. We're doing that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment. We call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Da 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 da. Hot celebrity gossip. Yeah. Holly and Bradley to solve. Here hot. is your first blind item. This A-plus list actress was happy to take a picture with a former television co-star, but drew the line at doing anything beyond that. The A-plus lister has referred to her A-list co-star as creepy. Oh. Courtney Cox. Oh, yeah. No. Ah! I mean, I thought that was a really good guess. Right, because she just took a picture with creepy, disheveled... Um, Ben Affleck. No, what's his name? Matthew Perry. See, you were having a hard time. You know, that could very well be the case, but, you know, I don't think Courtney Cox is A-plus list, Yeah, I don't don't think think Matthew Perry is A-list. Yeah, I think you could build a better case for her being A-plus than him. Yeah, Uh, true. Okay, fine. So the A-plus list actress took a picture with the television co-star, but wouldn't do anything beyond that. I'm going to tell you. Like, what does that mean? Like... (laughs) Okay. I'm going to tell you <laughs> that this happened last night mm. at the Country Music Awards. Oh. Was it Nicole Kidman? And is it a lady co-star? Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, but which one is which? Who's calling who creepy? Oh, oh I bet it's Reese out. Witherspoon calling Nicole Kidman creepy. There you go. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I did see them both last night. Taking a picture to you. so obvious. No, I mean, I really did because, no. <laughs> and then I thought to myself, oh, because of Keith Urban and Reese Witherspoon. I don't know why, why she's there. Why was she there again? Did she give because an award or something? No, well, she's very heavily invested in the idea of herself being Southern. You know, her Draper James oh, thing. Yes. She's heavily invested in a country-esque persona for herself. I did have a moment last night. This is sort of related, but not entirely related. Also, what does that mean? I don't know. Go on. What? I was thinking about Keith Urban and oh. the idea of an Australian... <laughs> I'm sorry. An Australian country star. And why don't we talk about that more? 
That's that's funny, well, right? Well, I mean, it's not though. Shania Twain. I mean, I, yeah, I guess right. maybe like Alberta is country, but like there's a tradition of non country folk country doing country, folk? right? I suppose. It's just a genre of music. I know. I just I mean, you, you know, basically just have to go. Well, that's I think what made me laugh was the idea of like rise up lights, like getting the you know. Yeah. Does he country sing with twang? the twang? I don't know. Because I don't know that I've ever heard a Keith Urban country song. I don't know that I have either. People are probably laughing right now. Oh, or wanting to throw things. Yeah. Because sometimes... You guys are so ignorant. Yeah. No, it's more like, y'all are so ignorant. <laughs> also, you know what else I always wondered? Because I used to live in the South. Yeah, what? All the people up here that listen to country music. Yeah. I'm like, why y'all listen to country music up here? <laughs> Country music is, you know, a lot of Southern things. You ain't from the South. <laughs> you did not go to a suburban middle school in the 1990s. Yeah. Because in, where um, I'm from in Texas, mm-hmm. we used to have things that were called poop kickers. Uh-huh, but uh, they weren't called poop. No, it's not poop. Mm-hmm. It was shh. <laughs> it's, it's a, a kicker. <laughs> anyway. Please don't send your hate mail. I'm just poking fun. Okay. Yeah, you didn't have to endure the hell that was listening to the nitty gritty dirt band with young girls in a circle shouting you the lyrics. You didn't want to go fishing top. in the dark? No. Oh, I love that song. Ew. I mean, I have stories to tell, but anyway, go on. <laughs> but not here and not now. Correct. Um, here's your next blind item. Celebrity gossip mystery. It has been nearly a week and not a word has been exchanged between this permanent A-list singer in quotation marks and her boyfriend. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, Britney Spears and Sam Ascari. Yes. Although that's not entirely true, but I want to hear more. So read the thing and then I'll tell you what my hesitation is with that. It's been nearly a week and not a word has been exchanged between Britney Spears and Sam Ascari, mm. her boyfriend. Presumably they're saying like in person they don't talk to each other because they probably don't even like live together. No. Right? Is that your yes. impression? Yes. I will say though that he did comment on her dumb videos. Yes. But if you're I, also I that. to believe the other blind items that Britney Spears does not really handle her social media at all. Yeah. I mean, totally plausible. Mm-hmm. So maybe he doesn't handle his either. No, I'm sure he does. I'm sure the same people who handle hers handle his. But, 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 you okay? did you get stuck? Yeah, because I am concerned that while somebody I believe is handling it, I kind of have to feel like she really is. Because if you were handling that social media account, I guess you could be creating this notion through like the, the captions and the weird videos uh-huh. that like she's a little off her rocker. Yeah. But that's how it reads. So I'm like, is somebody intentionally giving us that impression? Or are they just mediating whatever it is that she's sending? Like, so they're like, hey, girl, take some videos, send them to us, send us some text. We'll make sure you're not like spilling secrets or anything. This is I want to know so much more about that operation because I have the exact same question. Because I I have a hard time believing somebody's like craftily making her sound like a boob. And yet maybe they are. Because they have to build a case that she's not well. Yeah. 
Do we have time for one more? Oh, man. I just looked at the time. Yeah. You know, that happens. I wanted to do more. I'll tell you that uh, a word on the street is that Lindsay Lohan's sister, Allie Lohan, Mm -hmm. has been spending some time with Mariah Carey's ex, James Packard. Oh. Might be on the payroll. That's Ah. totally believable. Mm -hmm. Why? Yachting. Yeah. Also, it's another story. Allie got new teeth in Dubai. Oh, I watched uh, Lindsay Lohan's Instagram new teeth story. In Turkey and Dubai. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, this is the thing. I now. gotta look at Allie's new teeth. They're probably real white. Mm-hmm. They're real I'm, fake. I'm googling Allie Lohan new teeth as we speak. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, okay, we got to talk about a publicationship. That publicationship is Shamila. What's a publicationship? A relationship for publicity. What's a Shamila? Sean Mendes, Camila Cabello. And uh, I've learned today it's Camila Cabello. Oh. Wonderful. I'd like to know more about that. Okay. After this on my talk one oh seven one. That's an interesting and well placed song on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer Bradley. Do you know why this is a well placed song? Yeah, of course I do. Because this is the song that you can unlock a very embarrassing version of Colleen and Bradley singing. TikTok. TikTok. All you got to do is uh, give to the max. That's all you got to do. Go to mytalk1071.com and you can click on right on the front page. We could not have made it easier. Click on the give to the max link. You'll go to straight to the page where you can donate. We are trying to get $500 donated so that we can unlock a very embarrassing version of Colleen and Bradley singing that very song, I Don't Care, featuring Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber. Uh, we have $455 to go before we can unlock that song, so keep it up. Thanks for donating, and let's get to it. <laughs> okay, now let's talk about our favorite publationship. What's our favorite publationship? Uh, our favorite publationship of late, I think it's safe to say, is Shamila. That's Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. And a publationship is simply a relationship that is being used for the purposes of publicity. Yes. So what have they been up to this well, week? They're just palling around and doing some things. They decided to get tattoos. Tattoos. They got uh-huh. tattoos. Like in, of each other's face on their bodies? Yes, on a b- matching butt cheeks. No, that would have been a delightful story. But Sean Mendez and Camilla Cabello, and by the way, it is Camilla. It's not Camila. It's not Camilla because it should never have been Camila or Camilla because she's only got one L. Anyway, um, apparently she was on Fallon or something uh-huh. last night or recently and explained that it's Camilla Cabello. Okay. Camilla, it's, I'm going to have to Camilla adjust. Cabello. Camilla it's, Cabello. I, think it's, I feel like that's pretty easy to say, Camilla Cabello. Anyway, you'll remember, Colleen, uh-huh. that most recently we were talking about Shamila, this fake relationship, uh-huh. um, because they were out getting faces licked by Freaky each other. on the side of a basketball game. Exactly. Well, and then we were like, I wonder why we're paying attention to them all of a sudden again. Well, here's another headline that they got tattoos okay let's talk about the tattoos and then let's talk about why we're talking about them okay so apparently just one day after their quote pda pack courtside cameo at the la clippers game uh these two got some new body art Mm -hmm. now this was the first tattoo believe it or not for cabello i do believe that and she got a quote from 1998's classic film shakespeare in love okay it's a mystery I don't know the the canon of that movie very well, so I apologize. Neither do I. 
but that's apparently a quote from the movie. She got that inked in script on the inside of her right pinky finger, and then Sean, meanwhile, paid tribute to his younger sister, Aaliyah, by getting a dainty letter A behind his right ear. I love this. Here's why. This story is so hilarious. Because this only happened to get attention. They only got oh, tattoos to get attention. 100%. And one of the hallmarks of that is the tattoo locations. They got two loca- or two tattoos. Specifically, Sean's, though, a letter A behind an ear. So, like, right. the most low-risk, low-impact tattoo. Right. Like, nothing on his face. I mean, he wouldn't get it on his face, but, like, it's not out in the open, right? Right. So, I don't know. That's just hilarious to me. And she got it on the inside of a finger. So, like, unless she shows you her finger... I mean, the inside of your tattoo. pinky is, like, that's not even, like, the middle finger either side or, like, the point... I mean there's you, that is a hidden tattoo is what that is and i get that like and i'm for not your trying to judge tattoo, but that's true you don't want to go big fine but like this was somebody in a room going you guys should like totally get tattoos together you know why you know why that like it's so it's so, so tiny it's so obvious because that kind of crap works for miley cyrus and cody simpson yeah you know what i mean like they just got matching tattoos didn't they Oh, I don't know. Are they just got tattoos? Whatever. I mean, they're like, getting tattoos anyway. All the That's time. Like what the kids do. And I'm sure somebody said, you guys, and they're like the most like milk toasty um, pop stars. Like they're not getting tattoos all up and down their bodies, et right. cetera. So anyway. Um, Although nice he does, try. he does have. Uh, does he have other tattoos? Yeah, he does. Oh yeah, you're right. Cause he has a tattoo that a, a fan designed. He does. I, that I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, like a butterfly or something. No, it's like a bird. It's on his hand. Is that what you're talking about? This one that's on his hand. No, there's okay. one on his um, shoulder area. Okay, yeah, that he's was inspired got a couple. by something. I think a a fan suggested. So I noticed that. I guess I I wasn't had never paid attention to his tattoos until we saw the uh, pictures of them making out courtside. And I was like, oh, he has a lot of tattoos. I never noticed that before. And then. Oddly, I had that thought yesterday, and then today we get the headline, they're now getting tattoos. Also, their tattoos are not connected or related in any no. way to their relationship, which just further proves that this is just a publicity stunt. Yeah, it yeah. fully is. I will say uh, that uh, BuzzFeed, and I do think that their PR rep is trying to um, push the narrative that they somehow are related to each other, the tattoos, yeah. or that they got matching tattoos. They didn't. They got script tattoos by the same tattoo artist. Also, now that Holly is not otherwise engaged, maybe yeah. can you share with us what is that quote from Shakespeare in Love? Like, what does that even have to do with? I don't know. It's stupid. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> because oh, she's spicy. <laughs> I'm spicy about it. I'm sure that it's a quote from the film Shakespeare in Love. The last time I watched that movie, it was in early high school. There are no memorable quotes from that movie. And I guess unless you're a Shakespeare in Love super fan. So yeah. to me, it means absolutely nothing. I'm also here to say I'm pretty sure it's a mystery has been said in other movies yeah. as well. Exactly. So saying that this is a special quote from Shakespeare in love like that what does that it's not it like mean? it's not like as you Here's, wish yes which from uh the from the princess bride. bride which is like i almost said the princess diaries 
different movie. Princess Diarrhea. But actually means something. Yes. Right? Right. It's iconic. I don't like to overthink people's choices when it comes to tattoos too much because they always seem dumb. Everyone's tattoo... I shouldn't say dumb. If It has meaning for for them, them. and oftentimes it doesn't have meaning for us. That said, I think this was a publicity stunt. Oh, hundred percent. I'm going to judge because Shakespeare in Love is not that good anyway. So, well, there's also that. Yeah. Also, I mean, don't even get me started. It's Harvey Weinstein. Like, would you do that now? Would now be the time you'd be picking? I don't think she's thinking about anything that thoughtful. No, she's just doing what she was told. Yeah. By her publicist. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we are going to. Oh, we're going to kick off. Another fundraising initiative for our friends at Alive and Kickin' as part of, of Give to the Max Day. Also, I read the greatest article about Tom Hanks in the New York Times. I want to share what I learned from it with you after this on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 